You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as our guests walk us through the truth of God's Word and teach us the Bible. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Hey everyone, this is Pastor Tim Webb, and we're here with Teach Me the Bible podcast once again with David Klingler. And uh, David, it just I got really, really kind of ramped up a little bit just uh, last last talk because we moved into the New Testament. Just a little overview: what's going on with the Gospels and you know the epistles, the letters to Jews and Gentiles. And so, but now today, as we are just going to clarify some things with this King, who He is. What he has done and, and the church just kind of set the, the context for today. We, you and I were talking about how we see Christ as this suffering servant. We see him as a lamb that was crucified. He was buried and resurrected. And we kind of keep the gospel in that little light. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't follow through with this discussion of the total good news. I mean, we, we just really sell it short because I think when you read the the Gospels and then move into the the letters, all of the early church, while that's vital to our salvation, but that's mm-hmm. not the end of the story. Right. And that shift is everyone, all the apostles and in their teaching, they were looking for something else to happen. Because if we stay right there with salvation, then it's easier to focus on the best life now. Right. And we use, I think we merchandise, we... Uh, we adulterate this good news to make it about how we can get this good life now. But everyone was looking to the resurrection. And you've said that from Genesis on to the end. It's all pointing to the resurrection. And so, which means there's something we're to be looking for. And so what is, who are we looking for and what are we looking for? Yeah, I think we've, uh, certainly we have turned Jesus into the lamb, right? Uh, the suffering servant, and that's what we focus on. And I think we miss. We, we think he came the first time as a lamb, next time he's coming as a lion, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Um, there, there are places all throughout the scriptures, all throughout the, the, the New Testament story, through the Gospels, where Jesus does stuff, and you say, you better slow down and read that again. Yes. Right? Uh, there's, there's one, for example, in, uh, in, in John chapter 18, this is where um, upper room discourse, Jesus has just spent, uh, explained to the disciples what's going to happen. They've left the upper room. They're now down into the Kidron Valley, mm-hmm. uh, and they're going to the Garden of Gethsemane. Uh, and uh, it says um, uh, that when Jesus spoke these words, talking about the upper room discourse, he went forth with his disciples over the ravine of the Kidron, into the Kidron Valley, and there mm-hmm. was a garden. And he entered with his disciples, and Judas, who was betraying him, knew the place. For Jesus had often met with his disciples there. Now Judas, having received a Roman cohort, um, this is about 600 soldiers. Now, first of all, why you need 600 soldiers right. to, to arrest Just one man, one man right. unarmed? Right. Right? Um, the problem is, that's not near enough. Mm-hmm. 600 soldiers isn't near enough. You don't have enough soldiers, right? right? Um, uh, they, they came with the Roman cohort, these 600 soldiers, officers and chief priests and Pharisees, and they were coming with lanterns and torches and weapons. And Jesus, uh, knowing that they were coming, mm. right? And if you've been there, you can 
you're sitting there in the Kidron Valley or in the garden in the right garden. across the Kidron Valley, and you can look up to Temple right. Mountain. You see them coming, 600 mm-hmm. soldiers with lanterns. I mean, that's a, it's a small area. It's absolutely. And that's a large group coming. Yeah, you so. can hit a golf ball yeah. off the top of the Temple Mountain. You could it'd end up down mm-hmm. there in the in the garden. So this mm-hmm. is not far at all. And, and uh, he, uh, Jesus, so they came to him, and he asked, Who do you seek? And they say, Jesus the Nazarene, and he says, I am. Um, boy, if you know that Old Testament uh-huh. story, that's big. That echwe, that uh, I am. That it's the, you know, when Moses back in chapter three uh, of Exodus, Moses asks, "Who do I say sent me?" And, and the Lord says, "Tell them echwe sent you. Tell uh-huh. them I am sent you." So he goes and tells them that Yahweh, uh, Yahweh sent him. Uh-huh. Uh, and so when he says this, when he says, "I am." These 600 old armed soldiers, uh, they fall to the ground like dead men. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's the same word that's used when John, the, the, uh, the, the disciple that Jesus loved, saw the resurrected Christ, and he fell down as a dead, dead man, man in fear. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says, do not fear. Right? <clears throat> He could have wiped them all out right there. Right. Right. He's going to slay the nations with the sword that comes from his tongue. That's not a superpower that comes after resurrection. Right, he right. had it had then. It then. He right. could have wiped them all out then. He he can can cause storms to be still. Uh, still. There's nothing that he can't, can't do. do. That's right? right. He is the almighty. Um, think of the, mo- the mightiest warrior you've ever thought, heard of, saw, comic book. Mm-hmm. Bad dude. <laughs> Pales yeah. in comparison. Yeah. Right? Jesus wipes out Superman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, the, this is the mightiest no warrior to ever <laughs> set foot on the planet. Mm-hmm. And he goes willing, willingly with them to the cross. Right? Here's 600 soldiers. You can hear, you know, on their rocky ground, you can hear their armor clank as it hits the mm-hmm. ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, he says, I will come with you. These go free. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so this is the one. I mean, you see it all the way through. And it's not just that he does these things, uh, but he refers to these passages in the Old Testament. There's mm-hmm. a, uh, you know, back, uh, they, they arrest him, they take him. Matthew actually tells this uh, this story. Uh, it's during his uh, uh, his trial. And uh, and the, the high priest uh, says to Jesus, I endure, I adjure you by the living God. Tell us whether you are the Psalm two Christ. Now, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the Christ, the, the son of God. Um, remember in Psalm two, they, these are the, uh, the, the peoples, the kings of the earth, mm-hmm. the, 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 uh, the peoples of the earth, the, the rulers, they're taking counsel against the Lord and against his Christ. They take their stand against the Lord and against his Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and the father in Psalm 2 says to the son, this is my son, kill them all. Uh-huh. Wipe them out. You will rule them with a rod of iron. You shall shatter them like earthenware. You will you will fill the, the land with corpses, right? Right. Therefore, O kings, show discernment. Yeah. So, see, this is the question that the, the, the high priest is at. Are you the Psalm 2 Christ? Are you the one who's going to judge the nations with a rod of iron? Uh-huh. And Jesus answers, verse, this is in Matthew chapter 26, verse 64. He says, you have said it yourself. Nevertheless, you will see the Son of Man. That, that's, that's coming right out of Daniel chapter 
chapter 7. Uh, in Daniel chapter 7, uh, you get this mm-hmm. phrase, uh, Daniel is looking in his night visions, uh, and uh, this is in 7.13, mm-hmm. says, I kept looking in the night visions, and behold, uh, with the clouds of heaven, one like a son of man was coming. And he came up to the Ancient of Days. The Father comes to the Son, and he was presented before him. And to the Son, to the Son of Man, uh, to him was given dominion, glory, and a kingdom that all the peoples, nations, and men from every tongue, every language would serve him. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that Jesus is the Lord. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, one which will not pass away, and his kingdom is one which will not be destroyed. And, and this is Daniel 7. Back in Daniel mm-hmm. 2, you've got this, this statue, the head of gold, Nebuchadnezzar, the mightiest king uh, on, the, on the earth at the time. And then after him comes the Medes and the Persians and the Greeks and the mm-hmm. Romans and all the mightiest men, and they will all be destroyed by the stone. Uh, and there will be a kingdom that will ensue, uh, established by this king, that will never fade away, right? Uh, and so, so they ask him, "Are you the Christ? Are you the the the, the Son of God?" And he says, "You've said it yourself." Yeah. And you'll see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power. Uh, this is Psalm one ten. Uh, the Father says to the Son, "Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet, for you will wipe them out. Right? You mm-hmm. will fill the earth with their corpses." You're going to see him coming on the clouds. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. this, is, this is huge right, stuff, right? right? right. John uh, 10, earlier in the Gospel of John, this is another another story. This is right after Jesus uh, heals uh, heals the blind man. And mm-hmm. uh, and uh, then, uh, you know, he's explaining to... Uh, uh, to these, the, the, these, uh, these folks and they ask him, are you the, are you the Christ? And he says, mm-hmm. uh, my sheep know my voice. Uh, um, I have sheep. other sheep, right. Mm-hmm. That are not, in, uh, in this, uh, um, uh, in this, uh, in this fold. And, and so he continues, uh, this is in chapter 10, verse 24, the Jews mm-hmm. gathered around Jesus and were saying to him, how long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Mm-hmm. And he answered and said, I told you, but you do not believe. believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, these testify of me. But you do not believe believe. because you're not my sheep. Uh My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life and they will never perish. Now, never perish. Uh, back in Psalm two, this is the you mm-hmm. know the Father says to the Son, "This is my Son. Today I've begotten you. Ask of me, and I'll give you the nations as your inheritance." This mm-hmm. is the one who's going to rule the nations. Uh, the very ends of the earth is your possession. Um, you know, you will shatter them like earthenware and all that. Mm-hmm. So therefore, O kings of the earth, show discernment. You know, pay sun. attention. Kiss the Son, lest He, the Son, become angry yeah. and you perish in the way. Mm-hmm. Right? What He's saying here is, my sheep will never perish. Right. Now, who's the one who's going to cause him to perish? I am. The Psalm 2 Christ is the one who's going to cause all who oppose him to perish. Mm-hmm. And my sheep won't ever perish. Right. And no one can snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. He's No one's able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, uh, I love this, but you're not my sheep. Right. We, we think, oh, isn't that nice? He's talking. You know, no, he said. Let, let me translate. Um, my sheep won't perish. I'm going to wipe out everyone who's not my sheep. 
and you're not my you're sheep. You're not my sheep. <laughs> Therefore, you're a dead man. Yeah. All of y'all will perish. Now, what would be the appropriate response, you think? They say, well, they picked up stones to kill him. To kill him, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's classic, right? Uh, if he's the yeah. one uh, who um, who is going to judge the nations, who's going to mm-hmm. cause all who oppose him to perish, you don't have enough rocks. Right. Right? Right. Uh, they stone him to death. They can crucify him. Doesn't matter. Grave won't hold him. That's right. Right. This is the mightiest warrior ever. And so he chose to go to the cross. Yeah, it wasn't. And I, I we write songs and stuff, and, and not to rail on any particular song, but it wasn't a reckless love. No. It was a very intentional, fully in control, calculated to the day. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, I was in seminary class years ago, and, and Dr. Pentecost was teaching about— uh, Christ and them strike, striking him. He mm-hmm. turned the other cheek and they struck him and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Pentecost said something that just uh, he sent chills uh, up my back. He said, make no mistake. Those who struck him will pay. Yeah. And it, it reminds, it reminds me, we were talking about, uh, uh, you know, Lion King, right? Mm-hmm. When the hyenas right. are there and they're saying, uh, Mufasa. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Say, say it again. again. Say, say it again. It again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, at the name of Jesus. Yeah. You ought to shudder. Yes. And in, in, he is awesome. Yeah. Fear striking. Yeah. And John, the, John, uh, the disciple that Jesus loves, sees the resurrected Christ. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't say, Hey, man, how are you? Good to see you. Glad old you're back. Friend. Glad you're back. Let's walk in the footsteps, you know, yeah. footsteps in the, in the sand or yeah. whatever. Or, hey, bo- yeah. you know, you're my friend. No, no. Mm-hmm. He fell down as a dead man. Mm-hmm. And the response is, Do not fear. Yeah, right. uh, and so when we see the power of Christ, the authority of Christ, the mm-hmm. uh, the, the the pictures that are throughout the Old Testament, Isaiah sixty three of this one who mm-hmm. comes from Edom just covered in blood. Yeah, his royal attire, his his king's robe is dripping red. Mm-hmm. And and there's this question and answer: Who is this who comes from Edom with his his kingly attire drenched in crimson? It is I, mighty to save. Why is your red, your blood, your your clothes stained, blood red? Yeah, Um, as one who treads the wine truck, because I have I have tread the wine press alone, and I looked, and there was no man to help, and so I trod them in my anger, and I I trampled them in my wrath, and their their blood has stained my raiment. Mm -hmm. Um, He's going to fill uh, the fields with blood up to the bridles of the horses. Mm-hmm. And it's not even a battle. It's no, a, it's not even work for him. Yeah, it's a, it's it. it with the, he will slay them with the sword which comes from his mouth, the tongue. Which, mm-hmm. By his word, people fall. Mm-hmm. And uh, and man, if you see that Christ, mm-hmm. who had mercy on you, uh, true mercy comes out of true strength. Right. The more powerful. The greater the mercy. The greater the mercy. That's right. right? That's right. So, so when you see the lion and the lamb in the person of Christ to de- together in his incarnation, he chose uh, to humble himself. Mm-hmm. He chose to lower himself. He took on Ephesians, uh, um, yeah, um, Philippians, uh, Philippians, Philippians yeah, 2. And, and, and suffered mm-hmm. the death of the, the most humiliating, even mm-hmm. death on a cross. cross. Right. 
Mm-hmm. He laid down his life that at the name of Jesus, every, every knee will knee. bow. Every knee will bow. Mm-hmm. And every tongue will confess. In, in heaven, on earth, under the earth, it's going to apply to mm-hmm. all. This is the mightiest warrior ever. Yeah, and I think in the church, one of the things that I've cautioned people, they always talk about wanting the presence of the Lord in the worship service, wanting to experience His presence. And I said, you know, let me remind you, everywhere the presence shows up, it's not a pretty picture. People flee. People flee or they fall. Yes. And so in the church and everywhere in Scripture where you read this about the presence of the Lord and, and the, the presence being revealed, you know, Christ, um, there is this time where there's a reaction by the people, but then the response is fear not. Mm-hmm. So, so it's really good to remember <laughs> you want to be on the right side. It's not who's on my side. It's am I on his side? That's right. <laughs> There's only one side that we right. need to be concerned about. My, my favorite verse <laughs> in the Old Testament is at the end of Psalm 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blessed are all who take refuge in yeah. him. Right? Yeah, right. That, uh, that the Christ is not against you. The mightiest warrior ever is not against you. Mm-hmm. He is before you, and he is leading you. Yep. And so, man, oh, man, that is just mm-hmm. powerful imagery. It's, it's more mm-hmm. than imagery. It's p- powerful reality. Truth. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, if the church will live by that, what can they do to us? Right. You're going to kill us? So what? You're going to mm-hmm. die from COVID? So what? They're, they're, mm-hmm. You know, Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead in John chapter 11, and the only thing that the Pharisees can do is complain about it and, and say they're going to kill him again. again. Yeah, like, kill him again. Second. Yeah, because people are believing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Excuse me, but uh, <laughs> that's not going to solve your problem. Right. Right. A believe, mm-hmm. and you shall be saved. Saved from the wrath of God poured right. out through His Son Christ. Right. And so, as we, uh, you know, we did the overview the last time, New Testament, just kind of what's going on in the New Testament, and we see the transition with the apostles in their letters. When you know Paul and uh, Peter specifically, where they and John, but they they address that this coming one, this coming King, um, talking about you know where Paul says. You know, in, in Philippians 2, footstool, enemies under his feet. But this coming king, and because our trust is in him, mm-hmm. okay, because he is the one who's going to bring judgment. He's going to bring his wrath. and It's going to be poor. Take our refuge in him. Therefore, I think the apostles have told us, in this life of suffering, this is what you should expect. Follow his example. There will be suffering, but rest assured, he's he knows he's got it covered. So, can you speak to that just from this uh, this overview of what what are the apostles really calling us to? Because I think as we uh, as we look at the church in today's world, and we're if we're going to look at Christ as our example, the suffering servant, yet he is the lion. He's going to return. He's he's got judgment coming. Those who are against him will perish. And then the life that he calls us to as a believer in the body of Christ. We think glory. We think presence. We think peace. We think all the good stuff now. But the disciples all were looking at, hey, the seed of the serpent's going to come after those who are with the king. We're on a different side. So what should we anticipate? What should we be looking for and, and why? Well, you know, when you come to faith in Christ, you have... As we were saying, you have taken your refuge in Him, right? Right. Um, 
But that is not any guarantee of present deliverance from not only sin, sickness, sorrow, suffering, the stuff that hits everybody during, you know, after the fall mm-hmm. and before his return. Um, but Satan hates you. He, mm-hmm. he wasn't on your side before. You may have been on his side, but <laughs> he's not for you. He wasn't for you. He's not for you. Yeah. He yeah, wanted rest to, he, he wants to kill all of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you're his enemy. Because you've identified with the Christ, you are his enemy. And his side, his team, uh, unbelievers, they hate you too. Mm-hmm. And so buckle up. Persecution's mm-hmm. coming. Suffering's coming. Um, but deliverance is coming, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this is the secret, that, that the, the hope that Paul talks about. Uh, mm-hmm. I've discovered uh, the secret of, of living with Plenty or living with nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It is the promise of Christ, the, the looking forward to Christ's return, that gives us strength to endure in all situations through sin, sickness, sorrow, suffering, cancer, injustice, and there's plenty of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but plenty the just king is coming. Yes. And he's going to establish true justice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so you want uh, all of this stuff to get fixed? Then you pray. Mm-hmm. And here's what you pray. Thy kingdom come, thy, thy will, will be done. done on earth as it is in heaven. There's no disorder in heaven. Right. Who's in heaven? Christ and where is do doing we want just him to come? fine. Mm-hmm. He's seated at the right hand of mm-hmm. the Father, and things are going according to plan. Mm-hmm. And he's coming. Mm-hmm. Right. So fix your eyes on uh, in heaven. Fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter, the beginner and completer of our faith. Uh, our hope is in heaven because our Christ is in, in heaven. heaven. Our citizenship, citizenship is in heaven because our yeah, Christ, Christ is in heaven. Mm-hmm. And we're looking for, from heaven that will reveal a, 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 a salvation, a redeemer, Christ the Lord. And so mm-hmm. that's what we're looking for. That's, mm-hmm. that's our hope. And we have no other hope. We should have no other hope. Right. The problem is we do. We, right. we put our Hope and false hope and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. uh, and things that will never deliver, but Christ mm-hmm. will. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, John points out in his letter, First John, the, these are the things, the lusts that will try to deceive us, tempt us. James speaks of this suffering uh, and, and what's going on in James with those who are looking to the law, looking to their own self-righteous works. They're dead. And he talks about suffering and in the middle of suffering, what what do you do? Because it's you know there's there it's not that if you're rich you're good with God or not good. That's it's not a determiner of faith. Mm-hmm. It's not the stuff that determines whether we're right with God or not. Uh, it's I think the apostles would say it is how do you demonstrate the character of God no matter the situation? How do you demonstrate that you're on His team? You're you're looking to the King and what is to come. They're pointing out these things, right? And they're anticipating he's coming again. Therefore, I live my life in this way. Yep. I'm going to purify myself from the world. I'm going to set myself apart from more. Because in this discussion, too, because I think I think you and I have had this conversation as well. I think that um, sometimes Satan will allow you to become rich so you do not serve the king. Oh, sure. So it's not. But yet we're going to determine, hey, if I'm good with God, I'm going to be blessed. Funny. Yeah. Who knows? No. So, no. James says, is not God yeah. caused the poor to be rich in faith? Yeah. Right? It's not, right, the, right. not the poor man is dragging into court. It's the rich the man. Church man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, so you can't look at someone's physical 
reality, mm-hmm. uh, either their health or their wealth, mm-hmm. and tell about their spirituality. Right. right? Um, but you fix your eyes on Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this. Uh, this is in Hebrews chapter 2. It says, Therefore, since the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise also partook of the same, talking about Christ, mm-hmm. through death he might render powerless him who had the power over death, that is the devil. We live our lives in fear of death. Mm-hmm. Why? Right. Um, Christ's resurrection rendered the devil powerless. Right. He has no power over you. So either we believe this or we don't. And, I, you know, Paul in 1 Corinthians 15, uh, mm-hmm. if Christ wasn't raised from the dead, then you won't be raised. And we're of all men most to be pitied. And I'm a false teacher and I deserve to mm-hmm. be stoned to death. Calling and God you have liar. no hope. And, mm-hmm. and right. the, you know, what are we doing here? Let's mm-hmm. just go, you know, eat, eat and drink for the, tomorrow we die. Let's, let's mm-hmm. go, you know, take all we can get and give nothing back. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> do what, yeah. do whatever you want to do. The there's preacher, no, if there's no judgment. Yeah. yeah. If there's mm-hmm. no, uh, you know, if, if there's no ultimate judgment, if there's no uh, anyone who holds accountable, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. We're wasting our life. Right. But uh, if resurrection is true, right? If this testimony concerning Christ is true, then you have nothing to fear, right? Uh, and so you f- don't fear; mm-hmm. you endure, right? Endure, endure, endure. It's the repeated refrain throughout mm-hmm. the whole story: mm-hmm. endure, hang in there, fight the fight, keep mm-hmm. the faith, run the race, play <laughs> according to the rules. And here's the rules: suffer yeah. now, future reward. Endure, mm-hmm. hang in there, and. I would just say, along with that, um, how do you endure? Uh, how do you hang in there? Um, do you pray for yourself? Uh, no. You pray for one another. You encourage one another mm-hmm. with these words. You build up one another. Mm-hmm. It is all about the members, individual members of the body, right. building up of the body, that that uh, I encourage you with these words. You encourage me with these words because we all have days where we're ready to give up. We're ready to quit. Mm-hmm. And you say, come on. Don't quit. Don't quit. Endure. The mm-hmm. king is coming. The king is coming. The king is coming. Right. And that is the hope and the strength for why we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the hope of his return, mm-hmm. the promise of his return. Mm-hmm. And I think it, some of the most powerful times in worship, uh, at least for, for me and some other people, we've talked about this in the church, is that you know when God's people who love God, they understand this truth and they as in just a natural result, love each other. And that love is abounding in the midst of the body. And we're putting the needs of others first. We're caring for others, not because we have to, to gain holiness. Right. But it's just the result of knowing him. And we begin to lift up his majesty, the awesome power of this holy God. It, it does produce within us this incredible reverence and joy. And it's very moving. And, and, and it was humbling. Humbling. Yeah, humbling. The whole, oh, and just always, always a lowering of us and an esteeming of him. Who are we? Who yeah. am I mm-hmm. that the Lord would care for me? Right. Uh, if I know who he is, the creator of all, mm-hmm. he does what he wants when he wants. He, uh, he, The heavens and the mm-hmm. earth belong to him. But he sets his affection on the lowest of the low. Yeah. That'd be me and you. <laughs> right. <laughs> who are we then? Um, that we've mm-hmm. been given anything, why right. would we not then respond in kind? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so it's out of that gratitude mm-hmm. 
um, gosh, again, mm. just I'd like a better word because that, that gratitude just doesn't doesn't capture, take hold of just, it. Um, who are we that mm. he would lower himself? I, I love Psalm, uh, you know, <clears throat> Psalm uh, Psalm eight. Um, it just, <clears throat> Lord, our Lord, how majestic mm-hmm. is your name in all the earth? Uh, who displayed your splendor above the heavens, and from the mouth of infants and nursing, ba- nursing babes you have established your strength uh, because of your adversaries to make the enemy uh, and the revengeful cease. When I consider, this is it, when I consider the your heavens and the work of your fingers, your heavens, <laughs> mm-hmm. the works of your fingers, the, the moon and the stars, and all that you've made, all you've heard, what is man? Right. You think about the cosmos, the galaxies, the heavens, the earth, the tides, all of the all of the powerful stuff that is in creation, and all of the majesty, even of uh, you know, I think of horses or the the how the eagle soars or mm. the what, what is man? Right. Uh, that you would take thought of him, or the son of man that you would care for him. Who am I that you would choose? to pay attention to me at all. Mm-hmm. Don't you have a whole bunch of other stuff going on right. that you got to take care right. of? Right. <laughs> you set your affection, not only in me, but the orphan, and the, the widow, widow, and the alien. Those who cannot fight for themselves. <clears throat> That's right. Yeah. And so, should we not do the same? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think our uh, tendency is to look towards the most powerful. <clears throat> the Lord looks towards the least. Mm-hmm. The weakest. Now we're beginning to have a picture of who this God is. Yeah. yeah. So in the meantime, in the meantime, because of this incredible mercy that's been shown to us as the church, we need to go out out of this love for, for others, mm-hmm. you know, that's been birthed in this love that God has for us, what he's shown us. And we, we in like fashion should go and show this love to others and endure along the way. And, yes. and the encouragement. So we need each other. We're part of the body. Absolutely. And this oneness really begins to take shape. So as we are starting to move through, now digging into the details of the story a little more after this, uh, as we're progressing through the story with more detail, what's going on here, we'll still have some back and forth, I'm sure. Um, but we're going to see the magnitude and the pressing of the time, I think, and the urgency for us, because we're looking to hear that Trump sound. Absolutely. We, we're, I think we're all going, enough enduring. We're ready to see him. <laughs> right. But because we love people. Yes. And we want people to experience the salvation of the king. And we want to exalt him. We've got limited time. So I guess in closing, I, I really want to encourage people, let's get off of the pettiness. Mm-hmm. Let's get off of the pettiness and let's dig in. Let's get our hands dirty. Let's get in the mud. Let's get in the work of, of, of knowing this Christ and sharing him with others. And so. Because he got his hands dirty with yes. you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, we're, right. Yeah. We're kind of clean with ourselves. Like Absolutely. it wasn't that bad, but, yeah. but I know me. Yeah. Exactly. So I know me. Exactly. I, you know, let's take the mask off. Let's yep. get real with each other. Yep. We're all desperate for this king. Amen. Take care of you. Even now, come Lord Jesus. Yeah. So thank you, David. Appreciate it. Looking forward to the next conversation. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. For more information, download our app. If you have any questions or desire to continue our discussion from today's topic, send an email to teachmethebible at championfellowship.org. Remember, your belief drives your behavior. See you next time.